This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Especially on a Friday when everybody is jacked up. Matter of fact, one of a few summer Fridays left as we are two weeks away from Labor Day weekend. What do you say? We got the Eddie Scazzeri. He's in the studio, well, the control room, but it's kind of the studio. But in the real main studio, his name is Al Kyle Dukes. What is up? Good morning, Jerry. Are you uh, back in the studio on Monday? Are you allowed back here? Uh, Yes, today is uh, day 14 of what I'm uh, trying to stay home for, so I will be back on Monday. Oh, I look forward to seeing you then on Monday, Jerry. As long as you're allowed in. Ah, That's a great point. Uh, uh, Me, Eddie, Gio, we put in our COVID test after going to our COVID boat party on uh, (laughs) last It was not a COVID boat party. It might have (laughs) been. It might have been. I think one of us is going to, listen, not a single one of us has any... uh, symptoms yeah. but i think one of us is coming through with some covid positive well i can tell you my son who was positive had zero symptoms yeah. as well so i don't know that you'll know but let's hope those tests come back negative unless I, you want to be home i just shook too many filthy hands that uh, day I know. Jerry. i hear i listen i get it like hundreds yeah touched a lot of sweaty backs you did breathed in a lot of COVID. COVID. <laughs> I sucked up the COVID, Jerry. But I'm very confident in my immune system, even prior to getting the vaccine. Now, with the vaccine, I'm like super immune system. I Jerry. hear you. So we're going to find out today. What if it happens during the show and me, Eddie, and Gio have to run home? Well, then I'll be, it'll be me solo. Yeah, be a you solo show. And then I have uh, Roger Goodell coming on and the commissioner of the uh, Women's uh, Soccer League. You do on. not have those commissioners coming on, Jerry. I don't. Oh, I can't do that. That show was done yesterday. Oh, well, no, they they weren't on it. That's true. They had uh, Craig's commissioner summit. He had uh, the basketball fella. Yeah. Adam Silver. Mm-hmm. He had the baseball fella. Yep. Rob Manfred Mann. Uh-huh. Yep, that's right. And he had uh, hockey, Gary Bettman. That's right. Gary Bettman looks like that actor who... Um, Martin Sheen. No, he's the actor that got in trouble for uh, sexually uh, harassing men on Which the set. Which one? I feel like there have been. He a was lot in of American that. Beauty. I, I, I the heck know. was his name? I anyway, he know. looks ju- legitimately looks just, just like, like Gary, Gary Bettman. Bettman. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know either. All right then. Hmm. He was in X Packs. Hold on, Jerry. I got what the hell is X Packs? Hold on, hold on, Jerry. American Beauty was it American Beauty with uh, Warren Beatty? Warren Beatty was not in American Beauty. No, no? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Gary Bettman doesn't Gary look like Bettman Kevin looks Spacey. Like Kevin Spacey. No, he doesn't. Kevin Spacey from The Usual Suspects, one yes. of my favorite movies of all time. I tried to watch The Usual Suspects many times. I, I couldn't get 10 minutes in. I was like, I, I'm, I can't. I get the not usual, interested. not the unusual suspects. <laughs> the Usual Suspects? Yes. Maybe if it was The Unusual Suspects, I would have been involved. <laughs> I know you don't like to do this, Jerry, but I have to do one final day. A quick review of the... No, uh, I I expected the first words out of your mouth to do it. A quick review of the new overnight show. Uh, Pat Boyle uh, did the show this day. 
I would say that of the three or four people that I heard this week, Pat Boyle was the best of them. Yeah, it was good. It was fine. Uh, he had the better energy. Yes, very. I would agree. The energy was good. Yes, energy was good. He seems like he knows what he's talking about. Um, the 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 well, show, except the fact that the uh, the the, uh, the New York Giants did not play baseball in Brooklyn. That was uh, what happened to that. That uh, came well, up on the he, show. They were talking at the end about okay. Washington football team, and his producer said, "Well, that's you know the Giants are known as the New York football Giants," and he said, "Well, that's to differentiate because the Giants played in Brooklyn." They were the Brooklyn Giants. That's not true. Not the Brooklyn true. Dodgers and the New York Giants. New York Giants. Yeah. But you're scrub. right. He clearly has his beat on the Yankees for sure. Yes, has his beat on the Yankees. Uh, he actually lost me. I actually tuned out once he started going to callers. Well, that's what the whole night was. I know, but I, I guess I caught him in his uh, his segments. The first, like, I guess he did it in the 2 o'clock hour and the 3 o'clock hour where he did, like, a monologue type thing yeah. for the first segment, and then yeah. he went to the callers. And as soon as, like, your very first caller of the day is Robin Lake Success, you lose me. I mean, I will it's tell not you, not your show, Robin Lake Success. Can you, we stop putting this guy on? Well, all the calls were were daily callers. Even the one at the end, he's like, he calls every morning at four forty. Good lord! Again, that's what the overnight is. Why? Because that's who calls. I know. I just this. We got to stop. I don't know how. To, I don't know the answer, Jerry. I don't have an answer. I'm gonna uh, set up a meeting. Here's with the Spike. answer. Don't work the overnight. Oh, you don't. You're good. No, no, no. That that's not really the answer. That's the lazy answer. If... It's not the lazy answer because people actually like that. As someone that did it, I'm telling you that. It's, no, I don't understand the host liking it because you don't want to sit there with no phone calls. But the but as a listener, I don't want to hear from Robin Lake success every. But if night. no one else is calling. Don't. Then we got to find another solution to this. Maybe guys aren't on for five hours a night. Well, that's a different situation. Now yeah. you're coming back to paying people more and putting more people on, which is a completely different conversation. Yeah, that's a different conversation. No that, you got to have a conversation. Although, with in the fairness, union. he only did three hours. This yeah, wasn't three a, hours is fine. This wasn't a Lakata midnight to Correct. five a.m. show. Right. You know what? Three hours. We don't need to hear from Robin Lake success. But I will tell you because you, you talk about how you know he had the uh, monologue at two and three. Yeah. Back in the day when I first started and when I used to work with Joe and when Mark and Eric were still running the station, their perfect format was first segment in the overnight for almost every hour, actually, yes, was to introduce a new topic and Love a new it. monologue. Love and it. then usually, not every hour, but they would look for a guest on that topic in the middle segment and then calls in the final segment. Hmm. So he very much sounded like an old school overnight host. Yeah. I went back and listened to the 2 o'clock update, good energy. You know, same thing, honored to be here, but good energy. Yeah. Again, knew everything about the Yankees, all good, mm-hmm. and uh, and away we go. But the show is nothing different, but he had very good energy. Right. Yeah, he's. you could tell he produces Sal's show a lot on the overnight. I would agree, yes. He's a Sal, he's like a, a Sal baby. Ooh, look at that, Sal's got... Sal's already got babies. babies. Where there's a lot of Mike and Chris babies. We'll call it a Salby. There's a Craig babies. Uh, and now there's a Sal. There's the Sal has his first baby, Pat Sal- Boyle. Sal should come up with a bumper sticker, the Salbies. <laughs> Who's Craig's baby? I don't know. I may have spoke too soon. <laughs> yeah, Craig is that's unique. That's true. Craig is very unique. That's true. But, uh, yeah, Pat Boyle. I like Pat Boyle. I would give him a I'd give him a full week of shows to test him out, Jerry. See where he's at. I think what you heard today is what you would hear. 
But he's I would also send very competent at doing it. Knows uh, what he's doing. I'd also send an email out and go, "Enough of with Robin Lake success. Let's ban him." Well, you can't stand Robin. Well, Lake's he, he does. These guys have no like. Here's like you said about like the overnight and having the same callers and that that's what it is and it's people like that. People are calling on the overnight because they're bored. We're not your like. It's fine to listen when you're bored. Don't bore us because you're bored. You know what I mean? Like I think we all allow people the same. We allow them to use the radio station to fill their boredom. Well, that's not that's, what but, we're here for. But and Eddie, help me out with this. Isn't this the whole point of the station? It was. Things change. How has it changed? I listened to Craig take phone calls for hours yesterday. I didn't at listen two o'clock and three o'clock. Three commissioners on, which I had no interest in. Yeah, but uh, but until then, he did a solo show. Right. It no, was nothing but calls. It is very difficult to do a solo show. Right. So what's then the only answer to your to your query mm-hmm. would be no solo shows. Right. Because I don't know what you want them to do for I don't four know hours. either, Jerry. I really don't. I don't have an uh, here's answer what, right now. I, I'm being honest. Yeah. Stop listening to sports radio. Well, I like the sports hosts. I just don't like the callers. Well, then you better put someone with them because they can't talk to them themselves. Right. And you don't like guests. You don't like callers. I don't know what you want them to do. <laughs> Honestly, I don't I don't know what to tell you. Read a book. Right. Just stop to, listening. Listen to music. No, you Get guys are missing the point. I'm not, no, we're not. How? The point they, is I listen for the – I want – we should be – we don't pay the callers. So we you pay want, the but, host. But, but you're agreeing with me that the guy's not going to talk to – I mean, your favorite guy took phone calls yesterday for an hour. Because right. he he's not going to talk to himself. Correct. So if you if a guy's not yeah. going to talk and no one wants to hear somebody just drone on for three hours, no, but that's nobody. what I mean. We, it's, uh, we, we I think we got to get co-hosts, two man shows. Then that's your answer. Now you're asking the company to spend a lot more money, right? Yeah, or put boring callers on, which I I, don't, I just don't like. And you I know you've you say this a lot about like the radio station is called the fan. For the fans, it's things have changed. We don't get the volume of callers or the quality of callers that we once did. I get. I mean, other shows do. I, I, mean, I Sal know and every, Kim every were time I put all calls yesterday. Every time I put the station on, I know every caller. Well, that well, and that's this is a New York issue. City. We're pulling from thirteen million people. <laughs> that again, different issue. And they're older people. Younger yes, people in a lot of cases, call. they are older people. That is very true. Yeah. So I don't know, Jerry. We, I, we need to. We need a. Uh, I, I need a, a refresh of the industry. The whole industry needs a refresh. Well, it's a good thing you're close to retirement. <laughs> I'm going to set up a meeting with Spike, Jerry. We're going to revolutionize the industry. He and I together, as a team. Yes. Go for it. First, we're going to wait to see what you come up. We're going to go to the union and like, listen, we're putting two guys on every show, and we're cutting the. We're, we've got. To well, fight. I don't think you need to go to the union. You need to go to um, Mr. Olivero. No, but doesn't the union say like, "Oh, this is a shift. This counts as a shift. You got to be paid this amount of money." Yeah. And if we put two people in there, I got to pay two people that shift. Correct. Yeah, and right, that's so. what's got to change, Jerry. Why? I don't know. I'm revolutionizing the industry. Well, you're going to make it worse for all of us. <laughs> well, they could just follow the model for this show and don't pay either of you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right. Jerry, let's get into – oh, it's almost – I don't want to get you into it. Would you like to take an early break, reset? And I then... want to reset, Jerry. All right. So let's do that. When we come back, we're going to rip but, it up. 
But you know what I'm saying? Like sports wise. But you know what I'm saying? Like when you said like this was for the fans. It's called fan radio. Yes. And that that is meaning callers. But things change over time. And this station's been on the air since nineteen eighty seven. Like it's okay to to what do you say? Evolutionize. Evolve. evolve. It's okay to evolve. And it's time to evolve when the callers stink. And most of them, like I heard Pat Boyle taking calls to be like, let's go to bed. And he was like all excited. And then they go to the call. The guys are about the Yankees. I'm like, what? I can't hear you. Like, well, that's what? on the producer for putting him on on a bad line. Get it together. It's not 1997, <laughs> you old. <laughs> there you go. Like the, honestly, would you put that? Would you put even if the guy had a good point? Would you put that guy on? If I you would not. Hear him? No. All no. right. Well, that's not on Pat Boyle. Then. <laughs> that's on the producer. <laughs> that's true. In fairness, no, I think fair. there's a balance to all this. Quite frankly. Okay, that's fair. There is a balance, but like I felt like I was loving Pat Boyle, and then he just went caller to caller to caller to caller to caller, and <laughs> not interested in you callers. And well, then there we t- then there was a guy Steve the caller at the very end said, "Why don't Alan Jerry take calls?" Because I hear the calls on the other shows, and they all stink. We also only have an hour. Right. We did take calls, and we did five hours. <laughs> yeah, I was desperate. Listen, if I was ever doing an overnight show, I'd be loving that. I'd be like, I love you, callers. Of course you would. Callers. <laughs> the station is called The Fan for the callers. Callers can also create <laughs> some content when they're really they terrible. Yeah, I guess that's the difference is like, you know, you have to either be really good or really terrible. And what we do as a station is we put mediocre on. Uh, yeah, I would. That's probably you know very I mean? true in a lot of in a lot of different cases. Yeah. Sure. I don't disagree with that. I'm like, when, remember when Mike Francesa retired for the first time and he said, you know, because people always said that he was mean to the callers. Yeah. He said he loved the listeners. He expected more from the callers. If you're going to insert yourself into the show. Be better. Be better. That's my Jim motto. Rome used to say. Be have better. A, have a take. Don't suck. Correct. Like, right. don't call up this morning and just say, God, the Mets stink. We know that. Right. That's what I mean. Like, the, the overnight callers in particular are calling because they're bored. They have insomnia. Well, that is okay your audience. To, I mean, it is right, 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. But they're the audience. They don't have they are to the call audience. unless they have something. Yeah, well. And I feel like they're like, I'm bored. I'm going to call. Then again, you're going to end up with the guys talking to himself. It's a very difficult thing. What you're, it is. I understand you're right. what you're saying. It's a very difficult thing to fix. Right. So, all right, let's reset. It's five sixteen. Jerry, then let's talk sports when we get back. We can do that for sure. And there's a couple of other things on the show sheet, as they call it, as that's well. Right. Warm up show. What's that? I said that's right. I got to get into the studio. I can't. I've had enough. I've honestly, I've had enough. This at home stuff. Yeah, stinks. Anyway, all right, uh, we'll come right back. We'll talk sports, as Al says. And then uh, Geo joins us. It's a fun summer Friday on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, a little rush on a Friday morning. Oh, hey, hey, 
you. Get ready. We're going to have some partly cloudy skies today with a high of 87. Could see some showers late in the day. Don't go away. Come right back. What's up, Al? How did you know that was Rush? I wouldn't have guessed you would know that. I know Rush. I know their sound, actually. Fly by night. Yeah, no, I know some of their I know some of their music. I probably have this on my Spotify. Is that right? I probably do. Yeah. Mm, interesting, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, you know there's nothing I love talking about sports-wise more than 1980s sports. Then Friday at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, 1980s sports, Jerry. You know I love 1980s yes. baseball in particular. That is very true. I read some sad news yesterday, Jerry. No one passed away from the 1980s, but Major League Baseball is parting ways with tops. Yeah, I saw that. After the 2022 season, as far as trading cards go, yeah, that's I don't, sad. I guess I haven't. What? I, haven't, I have not collected cards in probably no. 30 years. Well, you're an adult. That's understandable. Well, but, but I mean, a lot of adults are making a lot of money right now because the card business is back in a different type of way. You mean Brian Monzo? Uh, well, him. I mean, my son, who's 17, is actually has actually had some success doing it. I have a friend of mine, Anthony, who has a gigantic card collection and he started his own business and if you go around like i told you when i was in florida we went to a couple of card shops i mean it's the business is hopping right now i don't know i don't know how long it'll last i remember that gary v motivational speaker gary v and he's the one that started a lot of the 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 trend of cards yes yeah i remember a little while ago he was like we were gonna start trading cards again it's gonna be awesome i was like this guy's nuts yeah probably about a year ago yeah now here we are it took off for sure Well, he's got an enormous following. Well, he's into like more, it seems like, basketball trading cards. Uh, he is also the digital stuff. Digital. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Digital stuff. I don't stuff. get it. I really, I don't understand it all, and I'm not that interested in it. Like, I tried doing it with Brian. Yeah. A little, I just, I'm just not interested. Yeah, I got to get down to my uh, basement and see what uh, type of cards I got down there. I might, might be time for me to start selling some of my baseball cards, Jerry. Well, you could, and right now it's red hot, and you might make a lot of money, but I believe you have to get your cards graded before you can actually sell them, oh, and that really? takes time as well. Where do I do that? Well, first, mail them away? first and foremost, you could probably put anything you want on eBay. That's but true. But if you want to get top dollar, the way I understand it. I do. It, I want top dollar. Okay. Then the way I understand it is you have to send the cards away to get them graded. And once they're graded, then you can post how good a shape they're in based on the rating. Jerry, all of my cards are gem mint 10 condition. I hope. Hey, if, let me tell you something. You got some gem mint 10 condition mm-hmm. cards from the 60s and 70s. Maybe you can retire at 55. You put it on a flex pay, as Don West used to say when he used to sell that stuff on like Home Shopping Network you or could do that. Put it on flex How pay, Jerry. you remember Jerry? Don West's name? Uh, mainly because Anthony from Opie and Anthony used to do impressions of John, oh. of Don West all the time. Got it. Put it on flex pay. Don West, yeah, he used to be the guy. He would tell you like, you get this in gem in ten condition. That's what I'm. I mean, you, Jerry, you got all those Ken Griffey Junior. rookie Don I Ross do. cards. You got to put get those in gem in ten condition and get I, them yeah, up but there. They they mass produce them. Right. I don't think they're worth anything. No, they're worth nothing. Jerry. They might be worth like ten bucks a card, but that's it. Yeah. So this uh, this tops now. All they're left with after the 2022 season is going to be uh, soccer. No one collects soccer cards. I would not think so. That stinks. Like, Let that's me talk a, about. A great American company, Tops. I would think out of business. I they, would think. They started doing baseball cards in 1951. Yeah. I'm sad for them. By the way, I'm looking at $120 for this Ken Griffey Jr. card. Is that, that right? And I've got about 12 of them. Oh, let's go, Jerry. 
Wow, you need how about this? A 1989 need... Upper Deck Ken Griffin. Well, that's on eBay. Never mind. Someone's trying to sell it for $70,000. <laughs> Good Lord. Jerry, you need me to grade your cards for you? Just drop them off in Bradley Beach. <laughs> and there's your new I'll business. Like, this looks like a Gem Min 10 card right here. And there's your new business. Put it on FlexPay, Jerry. Gem Min 10 con- condition. I saw the Honus Wagner card just Honus. sold for $6.6 million. Yeah, that was not a Topps card. That was probably when they were put on tobacco. I was going to say a cigarette card. Yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty that's, good. That's when smoking was cool, Jerry. You look cool smoking. <laughs> when smoking was cool. It wasn't filled with chemicals, <laughs> and you get yourself some Gem uh, uh, Min 10 baseball cards right there in the pack. Well, I got to tell you, this one I have here, they're saying oh, it's 100 bucks. That's good. Here's what, This is funny. So the Ken Griffey Jr., Rookie card, on the, the Donruss one, which yes. I must have three of them. Oh, Jerry. says right now it ranges online. Get, give me, listen to this. You can find it online for between ten dollars and twenty thousand oh, dollars. So somewhere in the middle is probably where you are. So stupid, I swear. <laughs> Mine's probably worth nine dollars. Oh, it's I got to figure out how you send these away to get graded. I'm going to start getting sending some of my cards away. I can get you that information very yeah. easily. Just tweet Brian Monzo. I, well, or you can just text him. If he's not in the Disney World, he's getting his cards uh, Gem Min 10 conditioned. I think, yes, that is very true. That's all he posts about cards. Yeah, he's a big card guy. Jerry, yes. uh, the Mets, they lost again. So, Taiwan Walker, who used to be my main man. How about Billy, how about Billy McKinney coming through with a big <laughs> Billy McKinney. Come on. Yeah. You know what the Dodgers did last night? What that did the they Mets, do? They, they actually do what the Mets don't do. They scored runs like with productive outs. Yes. Get the ball to the right side with mm-hmm. a guy on third. Right. What a concept. Right. They weren't hitting home runs, Jerry. No. They no. were sacrificing sacrificing outs for runs. Yeah, pretty much. And then McKinney ripped the ball to left field or yeah. scored a run. But they, um, I, Evan Roberts, I saw post at like 2 a.m., season's over. Yeah, duh. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Evan, where you been? God, they're 1-6 on this stretch now. Yeah, the Good Mets grief. stink. And the Yankees, though, Jerry, Rolling, Keep rolling, limp rolling. biscuiting, rolling, rolling, rolling. That's right. Yeah. And you had them all in the lineup last night. Yes. You know? You'd vo- it's so funny to me, too, when you see a guy like Luke Voigt, who's leading off this yes. behemoth of a man. I mean, <laughs> it's not exactly your 80s-style baseball lineup, no. is it? No, it's just like when they have like Aaron Judge hitting second. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Well, and that's usually where he does. Well, I think he was third last night. They had last night. I mean, you want to talk about... Again, an all-star lineup. They had, I believe it was Voight. I think it was Rizzo second. You had, uh, yeah, Judge was third. Joey Gallo four. And then Giancarlo Stanton five. (laughs) I mean, give me a break. And Stanton hit such a cool line drive home run to right. Yeah. Just kind of swatted it out. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that thing looked like it was about four feet off the ground. It's, he's, he's, we know what, when he, when he makes contact, the ball freaking yeah. jumps off his bat and then i saw the nice I, I did see the stat that a whole bunch of people were posting online what is it the yankees are 106 and 38 against the twins yeah against the twins <laughs> including on. postseason so stupid yeah like why even bother playing the games oh my god and nestor cortez jr on the mound today jerry i like him i do too he's fun to watch yeah he's got a cool look got a lot of different wind-ups drops down comes sidearm yeah. over the top yeah he, he is fun to watch and, I agree. Uh, we also got a home run from Higashioka. Yes, we the did. home run Stroka. Yeah, had a few hits. I think he drove in three last yeah. night. Yeah, how about that? Really? And this Velasquez kid just continues yeah. to just play really. Him and Wade on the left side last night, outstanding. Yeah, these Yankees, they're they're going to be in it, Jerry. 
Yeah, I'm telling you the Yankees are going to win this division. I'm with you. I'm a whole, I'm hopping on board that bandwagon. And the, you right know what? Now. It's a good time to hop on, too. Because it is, it's right? not like they're you know tied with the Rays and they're still a handful of games back. Right. And they still have some ground to make up. So jump on board. Consider me officially on the bandwagon. Are you? Would you say you're a Met fan for Yankees? I wouldn't now? say that. I heard Sal doing that yesterday. I wanted to throw up. <laughs> he was doing Mets fans for Yankees. Oh, I mean, full on oh, with Craig when Craig came into the studio a couple oh, minutes before right? too. Yes, and I, you know, he was sitting there with Kim, and then all of a sudden he started doing the Mets fans for Yankees. Uh, I did talk to Craig last night on yeah. his uh, ride home. I'll sometimes do that. He goes, "Oh, by the way, I took a shot at you guys at the end." I he go, always does. <laughs> I go, what did you say? He said, I said that I had three commissioners on my show today, and you guys were begging Peter Schwartz to do updates. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> did we get a resolution to that, by the way? Uh, no, I don't think we did. Because Peter Schwartz was looking for G's number yesterday, which I gave him. What if we had one of the commissioners do updates uh, since they're if so willing to If you could get one of the commissioners to do updates, that would be a major get. I think Adam Silver would. He came in studio. He's interested in uh, reaching out to people. He's the I, one commissioner the players don't seem to hate. No, he gets it. People actually like him. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. And now with your update. What's his name again? Uh, here's Adam Silver. <laughs> What's his name again? <laughs> WFAN. I'm Adam Silver. What's the update? He'd be doing all NBA stuff. We're like, Adam, they were baseball games last night. You got to get to the baseball. In Summer League. Right. <laughs> In By the way, did you see? Scores. The, and then we didn't bring this up. In one of the Summer League games the other day, did you? I forget what teams they are, but the one kid used to play at Rutgers. That's why it caught my eye. Yeah. Did you see the guy get completely blindsided and punched with a forearm across the face? On purpose? Someone forearmed yeah. him right in the face? Well, because he went up for a block, gave a hard foul yeah. on a guy that was going up looking to try and dunk the ball, and he goes up and was not going to allow him to dunk it. And as he turns his back, the player who had the ball blocked and was denied the, the, the dunk just turned and just blindsided him. Is that right? Yes. It's pretty wild. Eugene Omarui was the kid who got clobbered. He was at Rutgers. He went to Oregon and was drafted. And if you look during the break, take a look at it because I mean it is like violent and it is just rude. Hmm. But yeah, we didn't get we had no point that we mentioned that. That's my fault. I probably should have brought it up. But yeah, they talk actually, about in watching that Malice at the Palace documentary, they made it seem like it was the uh, Ron Artest hard foul at the end, meaningless hard foul, but uh, which is what what caused the it whole, sparked it sparked the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and well, and they certainly even the players made it that way by saying what do you do when the game is over why just let them you know so perhaps that was the reason i don't know yeah. i don't know I, I, that to me seemed like it was festering going back to the previous season as the documentary even showed that's true very chippy chippy uh series between those very two teams. chippy series jerry so all right 25 in front of six quick break when we come back we still got a lot to do i'm not sure where al's gonna go but we'll see and so will you don't go anywhere g at the top on the fan Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
Oh, yeah, it's Friday. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. We like to take the summer Fridays into the fall and perhaps we will again this year. Very depressing to me. That That's the problem with August. Like, I love the football season starts, by the way, warm up here until 6 o'clock. I love the football season begins because I love football season. That's all good. But we hit August. It's like summer's old. I agree. I like, I like May, June, and part of July. And then it's just it's like downhill. It's getting dark again. Early. It's, right when people go, oh, football season is only three weeks away. I'm like, well, that's not good. No. That means summer's only three weeks away. Like John the Rothstein, end of summer. John Rothstein tweeting yesterday, you know, the college basketball season starts in 87 days. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like a lot. And that means dead of winter. No, what season I never know when it is is WNBA season. Like, I think I heard Huesler give a score the other night. Like, they're still playing. Like, Summertime. They play after the NBA, I believe. Oh, okay. I thought they ran concurrent with the NBA. No, I don't. I, they might start during the playoffs. I'm not sure when they start, but I know that's more of a summer league type of deal. I always feel like in a Bob Huesler update, I always hear a WNBA score, and it could be any time of year. Liberty and the Sun. I think he's just making stuff up, to be honest with you. He could, unless you're watching. Hmm. Jerry, is this a big blow to the Jets? Huge blow. Carl Lawson, yeah. pass rusher, tears yeah. his Achilles tendon. Uh, yeah. I had not heard of his name before. Really? Yeah. Okay. But everyone making it seem like trouble ahead. Well, because it's trouble like, behind. you know, the Jets have obviously struggled. We know this. I mean, it, that's we're not uh, telling anything that no one doesn't know. But it's like you go out and you get this guy. You expect big things from him. And not to mention, I guess the other part of this is, too, you know, I think they just gave him, was it three years and 40 or $50 million, whatever it was. He's a guy that you want to come in and kind of disrupt the, you know, disrupt the uh, the offensive line and then the quarterback, put pressure on the quarterback. And he's, that's it, done. Like, not only did he get hurt, he got he's done for the season. And if I read it correctly, it's not just a tear, it's a ruptured Achilles. Ruptured. I don't know that he ever comes back from that the same player. Like, it's just, you know, if you're a Jet fan, it's like another smack to the face. Right, and the season so, didn't even start. Yes, and it's, you know, it's one of these where they are practicing with the Packers and, you know, in front of playing the game on whatever, Saturday or Sunday, where they playing? The, they're playing Saturday. Yeah, they're Saturday, the Giants are Sunday. And it's like, I mean, come on. And again, you know, everybody was talking about what a great camp he was having. And now you, it's like the year, and not that they were expected to do a whole lot this year, but you certainly wanted to see improvement. You got the new coach, you got the new quarterback, we're turning over a new leaf. It's like the year Vinny, you know, I think that was an Achilles too, you know, week one when they were expected to go to the Super Bowl that year, and he's out for the season. It's like, you know, and I'm not saying it's, you know, exactly comparable, but you understand the point. Like a Jet fan just, you know, continually gets kicked in the head. And then they lost uh, safety Zane Lewis. Yeah, I'm not so familiar with him. I read that, too, and it looks like he'll miss the season as well. He tore a patellar tendon. Yeah, young player, I believe, but I don't know a lot about him. When you tear these tendons, they rip off the bone or they, they snap in half? I, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. You're not a doctor, Jim? I have no idea. I'd look it up. Google it. What do you think would be worse, if it snapped in half like a rubber band or if it came off the bone? Cause I've heard I would the th- say off the bone. Like Boomer said, he's seen guys that like that tear their uh, hamstring, and then it, the the muscle breaks off, and then rolls up yeah. their leg, and you could see it under the skin. Disgusting! 
That's unbelievable. Yeah, I know. And what's in, what's unbelievable is what great shape these guys are in, and it just continually happens over and over and over again. Although for a doctor, that seems like an easy surgery. You just open the person up and just reconnect it. Well, I don't think there is an easy surgery, but yes, I, it's an easier surgery. That's doesn't true. seem like brain surgery seems complicated. You hit yeah, the I would say thing. so. This yes, is just I'd like, let so. me just reattach this ligament to where it should go. And in Lawson's case, if it's ruptured, I mean, I think that means like the Achilles basically exploded. Yeah. I mean, God, it just sounds terrible. Yeah. Ugh, no good. No yeah, good. Yeah, is no good, Jerry. Will you think in your next life, if there's a next life, you'll be a brain surgeon since you talk about it so often? If I was trained properly. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you think that that's in your yeah. like your next future? Yes. How about this? How about in your retirement? So retire from radio. Start going to medical school now because right. God knows you've got the time. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time you retire, because here's the deal. Imagine I earned a medical degree with my afternoons. Yeah, actually, I could. <laughs> Didn't Nick earn a law degree while he was cutting tape for us? Yeah. So why not? So go do that, and then here's the thing. It's kind of like your pilot theory. Right. If I go in and I need, like, you know, yes. brain surgery or something, am I going to want to see a 28-year-old, no. or am I going to see a guy who's 59 and looks seasoned? Right. You'll think I would have a doctor, a brain surgeon my whole life. Meanwhile, I'd be like, mm, I just... They're like, uh, doctor, have you done many of these brain surgeries? Actually, I was producing a morning sports talk show. <laughs> I've practiced on a bunch of cadavers, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got this. Trust me. I was about how nervous. Really well. Now, clearly, your first one, you'd have yeah. a co-pilot. It's not like you'd be doing it yourself. No, but eventually, you do a first one yourself. Right. Exa- exactly. That's got to be nerve-wracking. I would think so. And you don't tell your patient that. First one uh, well, flying solo today. Same thing as a pilot, I would think. Right. I don't want to know if it's his first... You know, flight in charge. No thanks. Right. Just get us there. Yes. Don't let a. As your captain speaking, this is my first flight. <laughs> Welcome aboard. You everybody. want to hear? <laughs> What's this button do? <laughs> no. Oh. Better make sure you turn that mic off, dude. Turn right. my mic off. Turn my mic off. <laughs> in other NFL news, Jerry Antonio Brown got kicked out of Bucks practice after punching a Titans player in the face. I I do not. You know. I understand the concept of the joint practices, but yeah. all you read about and hear about yes. are the two teams getting into Like, even the Cowboy Ram one last week, and we saw it on Hard Knocks. I don't know if you watched the second episode or not, which wasn't great. But they showed the, the joint practice with the Rams, and guys are trying to kill each other. It's like you are playing different teams. Like, the Cowboys have four preseason games. A lot of teams have three. They have four because they played in the Hall of Fame game. Isn't that enough? Yes. Like, what do we I don't know. I don't get the point of this. I don't either because uh... – you would think like you don't want your guys to get hurt either because the other team's not going to care whether they injure your dudes. No, you're going 100%. Yeah. So supposedly you ripped the guy's helmet off and then punched him in the face. Mm, that seems lovely. <laughs> it was great. They asked Bruce Arians after he goes, that ah, looked like just a little scuffle. <laughs> I'm sure it was from his vantage point. <laughs> till he sees the. F- you got to remember, those guys have practices. I mean, I remember this even going back to my days at Columbia. They had two cameras on every practice for every second. Can you imagine how many cameras are filming an NFL practice? Yeah. So they're going to see it from every different angle, and they'll know exactly what happened. Yes. It was probably a little bit more than just a little scuffle. Yeah, a little more than just a scuffle, Boy, yes. Antonio Brown can't keep himself no. away from trouble. <laughs> right. We hadn't heard from him in a little while. He's back. <laughs> oh, he's back all right. Punching dudes in the face. Yep. Alvin Kamara, Jerry, has his own cereal. Kamara's King Crunch. Cool. What is it patterned after? Is it like total? Well, he says it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a honey, oat, and flake cereal. Don't they make that already? They probably do, but this is Kamara's King Crunch, Jerry. Well, that's very cool. Good for him. And portions go into a New Orleans charity, I believe, that deals with the mental health issues. 
Even better. I would love to have my own cereal. Yeah, I hear you. Well, so produce it. You got a beer, produce a cereal. Ooh. You can produce anything you want. That's true. That's why I have actually started on my calendar, my 2022 calendar. Of Jerry quotes? Yeah. And and my own photographs. Okay. My own photos. Perfect. And I'm going to raise money for my baseball team. It's not for me. I'm not keeping the money. Okay. So a little fundraiser. Jerry calendar. Is this going to be a desk calendar where you you rip off a page every day? No. A traditional calendar? No, I think a regular wall calendar. I was looking at that. Mm-hmm. So you've got the different size wall calendars. I'm not going to go with the gigantic wall calendar. I'm going to yeah. go with the medium size because I think the photos will look better and it'll be clearer. You know, I don't want it to be pixelated improperly. Yes. So I'm going to go with the medium size one. And my question to you is: Do you think I could sell a hundred of them? Yes. Because if I could sell a yeah, if I could sell a hundred of them, I could probably raise probably a thousand dollars for my team. And do you know already which photos you're going to be using? I've got nine picked out. Is that right? Yeah. I would love to be the photographer if you need more photos, Jerry. No, no, these are my photos. No, no, I'm saying I would love to be the photographer if you need me to take, like, for, let's say, Christmas, uh, December, if you want to be in a Santa hat, I will take no, no, that photo. I, I'm not in the photos. You're not in the photos? No, these are my photos. Oh, okay. What I would like, I'll tell you what I would like, something cool from Bradley Beach. Hmm. I would like that for one of, for probably, I'm missing a photo for August. I need an August photo. All right, I'll get you a Bradley, welcome to Bradley Beach. That, that would be very cool. And then you have one of your positive sayings. With and it. then, yes, and then I'll have, you know, photo by Al Dukes on the bottom, courtesy Ooh, yeah. of Al Dukes. Al Hughes Dukes Photography. Yeah, so you're giving me permission to I use am. the photo. Yeah, I am. All right, that would be cool. For You're saying, Jerry, this is for the children? Yes, I want to try and have this done so I can put it out there in November. All right. No, I think you're going to sell a ton, Jerry. You better well, get you better get a lot and of I'll these be thrilled. You got to better get a lot of these made. Well, I'm, no, I'm going to make I'm going to make 100. Make 100 of them. Limited yeah. limited edi- edition gem in 10 condition. Well, listen, if I get calendar. more orders, I'll order more. Okay. But we'll see. So that's Your first my goal. run will be 100. When you reach that, you'll go to the next 100. Yes, cuz okay. we do have we've got a big trip to Myrtle Beach next year, which oh. is going to cost a lot of money. So I'm trying to raise as much for the team as I can. How come when I was in Little Fellows League of Colonia, we didn't go anywhere? Let me tell you something, Al. There are, you know, usually the when you get to 12, you go to Cooperstown, that's like the big trip. Yeah. There are so many amazing trips that you can do now. And like so we're going to I know we got to take a break in a second. We're going as part of the Ripken experience next week to Maryland, which is a really cool deal. But Ripken has tournaments in like six or seven different places in the country. And the the, the complex in Myrtle Beach is ridiculous. It's just gorgeous. We didn't have this when we were kids. No, I played in the back of the Colonia Junior High School. I know. It's terrible. I, trust me, I'm well aware. So, all right, we got to take a break. I'm sorry. We got to go. We can talk about this next week. Uh, coming up on 6 o'clock. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. And then G joins us for a summer Friday right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. I'm assuming it's Miss Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes to get you to the top of the hour. Another night, another Yankee win, another night, another Met loss. Al, what else you got? I saw an interesting uh, story out of uh, South Africa, Jerry. They do, you know how you go to a zoo and you would, um, you'd be walking around and the animals are in cages? Well, I hope so. I don't want to have a lion be chasing after me. Correct. In, In South Africa, they started a reverse zoo where... The people go in the cages, and the cages are in the middle of the area where, like, the tigers and lions are. That seems stupid. 
seems scary. It's like being in like one of those shark cages when you go in the water. Yeah. It's kind of like Great Adventure, except you're in a cage, not a car, right? Right. Great Adventure. You, I think they've changed that since we've been to Great Adventure, the safari as a kid. It is. It's a ride now. You get on a big bus, uh, and they take you through, I believe. So the monkeys don't <laughs> sit I don't on know. the top of your car? I don't, and I'm not 100% sure. I, last time we were there, which is a few years ago now, I believe I saw the line for the quote-unquote ride on the bus. I, uh, I, I didn't do it. I don't know. One of my favorite memories, my friend Steve had just bought a brand-new Saturn when those were uh, were cars. He had just bought a brand-new Saturn, and we went through the safari, and the monkey bent his antenna all the way down. Was, the, the antenna had a ball on the top of it, and the monkey bent the antenna all the way. It was just licking the ball at the top. Monkeys oh, will man. throw their poo at you. It was so, I was having such a great time. This monkey was pulling his antenna, was pulling on the windshield wipers. It is was he mad? <laughs> no, I don't remember. I was, I was <laughs> laughing so hard. WFAN I was and WFAN FM, New York and Odyssey Station. New York Sports is on the fan. 1019 FM and the Odyssey app.